Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Magic Kingdom Park in Walt Disney World is the most visited theme park in the world. As your travel advisor, part of our job is to guide you with the best tips, tricks, and must-dos to maximize your time and navigate the crowds at a park like Magic Kingdom. Today, we're going to talk all about the must-do experiences at Magic Kingdom, from food to shows and, of course, the attractions. Ryan, is Magic Kingdom a must-do for you? It depends. Um, Ooh. It's changed, you know? And here, okay. here's kind of the okay. difference between you and I. For us, Hollywood Studios and Epcot is a more must-do than Magic Kingdom is. However, I can't think of a time, at least with my family, that we haven't spent some time at Magic Kingdom because of those nostalgic rides. I will say right. there's times that I've gone down or I've been with friends where we haven't gone to Magic Kingdom, but definitely for a family trip, I mean, Magic Kingdom just packs so much experience that that for us, I, I can see that from a family standpoint. I bet I know your answer, Julie, but what about for your family? Oh, it is 100% a must-do, a <laughs> must-do. I, I cannot imagine going to Disney and not going to the Magic Kingdom, I was actually just interviewing my kids this morning. Now, granted, these are my four-year-old and two-year-old about what they wanted to do on our next uh -huh. Disney trip. And the answers I got were all things mostly at Magic Kingdom. Absolutely. And they ranged no. from they wanted to eat with Cinderella. They wanted to go on Dumbo and Peter Pan. Even at their little ages, they know, like, we have to do those things. Well, and you know from working with clients and people reach out with Disney trips, for a lot of them, Magic Kingdom is what they think of when they think of Disney. They yes. don't necessarily think about Hollywood Studios, or if they think of Hollywood Studios, they often get it confused with Universal Studios. They don't think of Animal Kingdom. They probably know about Epcot, but Magic Kingdom is that, absolutely. And, and I always tell people, if you have young children and it's your first trip, Two days at Magic Kingdom is appropriate because there's so much there. Right. I always recommend at least a five-day ticket so they can do two days at Magic Kingdom. So today, we are going to break down some of our personal must-dos to get you started thinking about your time at Magic Kingdom. But first, if you want to plan a trip to an amazing destination, but you don't know how to get started, as your travel advisor, we work with you to create a customized itinerary for your vacation and take the stress of planning away so you can focus on the fun and create the memories. You can reach out to me at ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. You can reach me at julie at creatingmagicvacations.com. So, Julie, if we're going to talk about must-dos, we have to start with attractions. So we have several different attractions we're going to talk about today, but overall attraction, like the heavy hitter at Magic Kingdom, what's on your list? Well, this is a little tough because my absolute favorite attraction was always Splash Mountain. So we'll have to see if Tiana's Bayou Adventure uh -huh. can fill that space for me. But for right now, it's going to be Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So I would have agreed with you if Splash Mountain was in its past form. I'm assuming that I'll like Tiana's when it opens. But for me, when I think of overall attraction, it comes down to two things. Big Thunder Railroad, 
because yes. I don't always want a heavy roller coaster, like a real rear roller coaster. But I think the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is the right balance. And it's, that was like my runner up for yeah. overall attraction. But I love the theming of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes. More. So, for example, for my kids, I can say, oh, when we go, if they're nervous about it, I'll say, oh, we're going to go see Dopey. I had a second choice for this one, but I'm going to save it for a, a category Ooh. a little farther down. So what about family attractions? Any specific attraction that you would say is a must do for families? So when you say families, are, are you assuming small kids? What I have to more work smaller with here? kids. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm thinking smaller kids, something that everyone can enjoy, like an all ages attraction. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so this is an odd answer for me. Our oh, very boy. first ride ever at Magic Kingdom at Disney for our family yeah. was the Barnstormer. Oh. And it's the shortest ride at Walt Disney World at just 42 seconds. And I think maybe Tron might be shorter than that, if I know. <laughs> I think it's fun because the theming is great. It gets yeah. kids kind of exposed to that family roller coaster, but it's not too crazy. And I think that one is typically nice for families because it's never crowded. It's, it's not back in the park yep. that you almost have to know it's there. Yep. But that's where we come in. We tell you. Hey, go back there in Storybook Circus. Yep, absolutely. So I'm going to go with Peter Pan's Flight. Peter That's Pan a solid is, choice. Yeah, I mean, it is our family's favorite movie. Anything themed to Peter Pan, our family is all about it. And really, my favorite thing about the Peter Pan ride is the queue. So I, I do always recommend people use a Genie Plus mm -hmm. on Peter Pan. Or go but... first thing in the morning. So you can yes. get in before so the line So what starts. we prefer is to rope drop, you know, early entry as early as we can. And then we get to walk through the queue because yep. there's some, we do the same thing. some really great hidden magic in that queue. Now, since we're talking about Magic Kingdom, we have to talk about nostalgia because obviously this was the first park at Walt Disney World. They brought over yeah. a lot of things from Disneyland. So there's a lot of Walt Disney lore, if you will. So yes, what's an attraction yes. for you for nostalgia? The Jungle Cruise. I know in Disneyland, Walt had a heavy hand in creating the Jungle Cruise. And I love reading the history of, of yeah. how Disneyland was built. And in there is a lot of how they built the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And it's, it's so fascinating. So I, I, I love going on that here. And I love the banter of that ride. It's so fun. I will go and I'll be the only one laughing out loud. <laughs> and it's kind of like, these are like classic dad jokes. Why are why are people not finding this funny? It's a great reprieve for parents because yeah. like the kids don't get the jokes. Yeah. They're just like looking around. For me, it's Haunted Mansion. I did not used to really care for Haunted Mansion. It wasn't really on my radar screen. And I've just fallen more and more in love with it. And I've watched some of the specials on Disney Plus to kind of know some of the workings of it. I, I really like Haunted Mansion. It's a lot of fun. And there's nothing better at Walt Disney World when it's the middle of the day and it's hot and you can go inside and it's dark and it's air conditioned. It just feels yes. good. And it's a long ride. So many of the it rides is. are so short. I appreciate a ride that is is longer in timing. Yeah, I remember last year I was riding the Haunted Mansion right before the Halloween party started. And it was raining when 
like it had just started raining when we were in line. And by the time we got off the ride, it was no longer raining. So it was great. Yeah. That's how long the ride is. Right. With that being your pick for a nostalgic attraction, what do you think about the changes they're going to make adding the Hatbox Ghost? When we were at Disneyland this spring, my son and I actually, the night before we went to Disneyland for the first time, we were flipping through the channels. And on the Disney Plus channel, they had a behind the scenes look of the Haunted Mansion. And they talked about the Hatbox Ghost in recreating it for Disneyland. So he was really excited to see it the next day. I I think it's cool. I I don't really care about the whole controversy of where it is. I just think it's a really good addition to the ride. I agree. I I agree, especially because it's at Disneyland and that's the original park. As Walt always said, right, it's never finished. One of the things I like about Walt Disney World is Besides the attractions are the shows and Magic Kingdom has some really good shows, especially again, if you want to get out of the heat, sit down for a while, be entertained. What is your must do show, Julie? Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Really? Yes. Oh, boy. You don't like it? I like it like once, (laughs) once every five trips. Have you been uh, traumatized by the theme song? No, it's I think it's the clacking of the feathers just kind of annoys me. (laughs) I don't know. I love it. My kids love it. And it's in Adventureland. It's right next to the Dole Whips. It's the nostalgia of it. It's the history of Walt creating the first animatronics for that. And that that is very cool to me. My kids just love it. And then they'll sing the show here. They ask (laughs) me all the time if they can go to the Tiki Room. So, yeah. I love I, What about I, you, I see a pool bar in your future themed <laughs> like a tiki bar. And so you get to, anyway, for me, <laughs> we're going over to Fantasyland. I absolutely love Mickey's Philhar Magic. It is oh, yeah. such a cool show. I love how they introduce all the Disney characters. I love the funny show aspect of it, 3D-ness and all that stuff. It's just a fun show. And it's something that everybody can enjoy because they have clips from anything from Fantasia to Coco. There's something for everybody to kind of latch on to in that show. And they can update it, right? Like they just recently added some of those scenes. I I really like it. I think it's a good one. All right, Julie. So we have some more must-dos at Magic Kingdom. But first, I want to talk about where in the world is all things travel. So I think we've done this one before, but... I'm going to pull it back because when I looked at the last grouping of episodes, I wanted to do an international location. And the one that popped up the highest was Sydney, New South Wales. So Sydney in Australia. And I think maybe this is our friend, listener Aiden, still sticking with us. But even if it's not, we are so happy to have Sydney listening to all things travel. I do want to point out a second place was a location in Germany. So that one will be featured at some point as well. When I looked at Sydney and I looked at places to go, a couple hours outside of Sydney, Julie, is the Blue Mountains. And so let me read you a little bit about this. For a holiday centered around the outdoors, head to the Blue Mountains to marvel at impressive rock formations, uh, putter around the quaint villages, and explore epic wilderness. The Blue Mountains is best known for its soaring sandstone ridges, Blanketed in native bushlands, nestled within the wilderness lie charming mountain towns, ancient aboriginal rock art, and the iconic tourist attraction of Scenic World. Expect to be enchanted by the natural beauty when you set out to explore 
the walking tracks that loop around the verdant valleys and craggy cliffs. Find after-dark excitement spotting glowworms in an underground cave, whether cloaked in clouds or glowing golden in the sun, the endless vista of blue mountains will take your breath away. Hello. Yeah, that sounds good. I want to go there. We are really excited to continue to have listeners from Australia. We enjoy having folks from all over the world. So, hey, listeners from Sydney and Australia in general, reach out to Julie or I on uh, Facebook or email and let us know if the Blue Mountains would be a great place to, to check out next time we're in Sydney. All right. So we've covered all of the attractions, the shows that we would recommend for our clients. This is kind of the next most important thing, or, or maybe for some, the most important things. What about the food? What do we think about the must-dos for food at Magic Kingdom? I will say, first off, with this grouping of categories, Magic Kingdom is not my favorite place to eat. I agree. But it does have some solid choices. Let's start with snack, because I, I, I think we can find something here that we both like. I'm going to go very iconic with my snack. I have okay. to get a Mickey pretzel and I need the cheese. Really? What do you For think? For me, what are it's you the Dole Whip. On? The Dole, Dole yes. Whip. So oftentimes it's a Dole Whip float or like the specialty float that's there at Aloha Isle. I absolutely love it. Our morning snack, though, I'm going to throw in an honorable mention, has okay. to be the cinnamon roll at Gaston's Tavern. Well, yes. I always joked with the kids, let's go get the cinnamon rolls as big as your head. Because they are absolutely fabulous. But a, do- a Dole Whip is a must-do. That is a must-do snack for me. I I will say that when I send recommendations for my clients, Gaston's Tavern is always on there. Because mm-hmm. I think yep. that's a really great one to be able to split with everyone. What about quick service then? Mine is a little unconventional for quick service. I'm going to say Sleepy Hollow in Liberty Square is a must-do. Oh, I don't think that's unconventional. And- well, I don't know if it's like a typical quick service because okay. it's, it's really more of just like an, an outdoor building with a, a couple of picnic tables, right? It's not like you don't walk in somewhere. So some people may miss it, but it does have the famous fresh fruit waffle and uh-huh. the sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich. And I just think those are a great uh, break from the regular chicken tenders and that, that kind of stuff. For me, it's Pecos Bills. I think from a quick, quick service. service standpoint, you get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. Whether it's the nachos or the fajita platters, it's really good food as far as what you can get for the price there. So yeah, Pecos Bill's for me. And where is Pecos Bill? Pecos Bill is right on the corner as you're walking through Frontierland and you head off to go either to Adventureland or to... Splash Mountain, Pecos Bills is right there. The other great thing about Pecos Bill, Ryan, is it is huge. There's so yes. much seating in there. Yes. So yeah. much seating. You very rarely have to wait for a table. You may have to search for your party once they find a table for you. <laughs> There's some nice darker rooms so you can cool down a little bit. It's it's a really good place, I, I think, to sit down and have a lunch or a, a quick service meal. So the table service option, well, and let's delineate quickly. Quick services, okay. you go up to the counter, you right. order, yeah. they're either going to bring it Fa- to you. Fast or food, if you will. Yeah. yeah, you're going to get a buzzer to go up and, and pick it up. Table service is like your typical sit-down restaurant where you have a server. And there's a, quite a few options in Magic Kingdom, but like Ryan mentioned earlier, they're not the most 
popular. This is probably where dining at Magic Kingdom lacks, unless you want to do character dining. But there are a couple good ones, and Julie's got one, and I've got one that we're going to share with you. Well, I changed mine, Ryan. Okay, all right. I'm going to say Cinderella's Royal Table is my must-do. I know it's a pricey restaurant, but I just think that experience cannot be beat. When you think of the Magic Kingdom, you think of the castle, you think of the characters, and eating in the castle is just a quintessential Disney experience to me. All right. Nothing wrong with that answer. I I totally get it. I really recommend it as a must-do for all of my families, especially that have kids that are into princesses. And even if their kids are not into princesses, just saying, oh, we're going to eat in the castle is is a very cool experience. Got I it. do Got tend it. to recommend breakfast because it's a little bit cheaper. The kids are a little bit more, they're not breaking down yet. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little yeah. more enjoyable at breakfast. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. And recently, all the princesses did return. So you meet about five or six princesses while you're there, which saves you a lot of time. Yeah, those are some great pictures. Yep, absolutely. All right, what do you think? What do you have? I have uh, Jungle Navigation Skipper Canteen. Yeah, okay. I think that's a great table service. People have not caught on to it necessarily yet because they think it's kind of out there. And trust me, it's not. They kind of go with the humor of the Jungle Cruise. So the menu might be written a little strangely. Your server may kind of play with you a little bit. But there is anything from comfort food to ethnic food to really solid choices, I think, that have really upgraded the service dining at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I agree. We went there for the first time last December on our trip, and I did really enjoy it. But it was something that I had to preface the rest of my family with and kind of Uh say, okay, this food is a little more adventurous than some of the other food. But it was delicious. Every time I go there, I tend to get a couple appetizers so I can try some different things for for my meal. And it's it's always really good. Yeah, highly recommend. And the other thing I like about Skipper Canteen, because that was a close one for me too, was I, I like the history of it. If you read any Disney history or Disney lore, Disney is all about the storytelling. And if you know what to look for in that restaurant there, there are so many hidden gems in there. I do want to do an honorable mention for table service. If you're not into character dining and you're not into adventurous eating, my family loves Liberty Tree Tavern. It I've is the... Are you really? And this would be so up my alley with the type of food, everything, but I've never been. You have to go. And I will say a lot of people get turned off by like a family style meal. You don't really get to pick what's coming. Everything is served to everyone at the table. It's like a Thanksgiving style meal, but it is really good. I love the pot roast there and they have enough options that you can find something for everyone. And then at the end, you get the ooey gooey toffee Mm. cake and it. Yeah, that would really be up your alley. Yes. Okay, I'm doing it. You can join us next next trip. I was about to invite myself, but now you just (laughs) did. So, Stephen, I'm heading in with your family. Ryan, what do you think about shopping at Magic Kingdom? Shopping at Magic Kingdom is pretty good. I mean, there there's a good variety of shops. I love the Christmas shop. 
that your must do the Christmas show? Ooh, that's what we're doing. We're doing our must. I know. Okay. All right. All right. So I I like the the uniqueness of the Christmas shop. Let me put it that way. But to be honest, my must do is just checking out the Emporium because there's such a wide variety of things. You can really find, you know, if you're looking for a T-shirt, if you're looking for a hat, if you're looking for a plush stuffed animal, if you're looking for whatever, you're going to find it there. And so walking up and down the Emporium a couple times, yes, is a must do. So let me let me say that. I would like to say that the fancy shops on the other side of the street that have <laughs> like the art and all that stuff would be my must do. But I just I don't have the the money or the packing ability to really make that my must do. True. True. So I agree that the Emporium is a must do, but I really also think the other side of Main Street is a must do for me. I have to walk through like Uptown Jewelers and some of those other shops on the right side of Main Street. And I'm not necessarily buying anything. I just like to see the yeah. new styles that are I get coming that. out. So yeah, I, I get Uptown Jewelers. Yeah, Uptown Jewelers, obviously it has jewelry, and that's really not what I'm usually looking at. I'm usually looking at the new coach bags, the new Vera Bradley, the new lounge flies, all those name brand type bags and accessories. And I just think the patterns are really fun to look at. I'm really not typically buying anything, but I love walking through and seeing what's new every trip. Now, since you added a a bonus on the last one, I'm going to add one. I think a must do go into the new redesigned confectionery because oh. it just is gorgeous. It it smells amazing. It looks amazing. Grab a snack to take back to your resort on your way out or assume that you're going to save it and then eat it on the bus on the way back to your resort. <laughs> it's, it's a really great shop. And, and for me, it, to be honest, it, it has turned into a must-do. So this is the really fun part where we can kind of get out our secret tips and we share these with our clients, I'm sure, if they're if they are helpful to them. But these are kind of like our secret tips that we want to tell you about Magic Kingdom that will help your day go a little smoother, maybe. That at least yep. that's how mine are, right? Yep. Yep. All right. So tell me one of your secret tips. So your first one I know you're gonna talk about is taking a break. And I'm gonna share my favorite place to take a break. Um okay. it is behind the Christmas shop. So across the street from um, from where you get the waffles, where you talked about. Okay, okay. Behind the Christmas shop, there is a large sitting area that's covered and shaded and very quiet, to be honest with you, compared to the other areas around it. And it's a great place to sit, relax, have a snack, maybe charge your cell phone for a while, close your eyes and re- take take a little snooze. take a nap. It's a it, it's a great place to get away from the hustle and bustle if you have to ha- have your kids rest a little bit. So I I think that's a great place to find. And bonus, if you're there during the Christmas season, there's a gazebo back there, and a lot of times Santa is yes. reading back there. Yep, and it's yep. not really on a map. Yep, agreed. All right, so I am going to say when you're coming down Main Street. A little secret tip is there's a side street there called Center Street. Yep. And you I love might this see location it and just kind of keep going. Yeah. But if you just step off, it's right between, like, if you're going down, it's right smack in the middle. So be between the main entrance and Cinderella Castle. It's quiet. It's shaded. It's a great little spot to just kind of, like, duck into 
Yep. I, I agree that that's along with the spot behind the Christmas shop. That's my other kind of resting area, if you will. Which you need. If you're not going to leave the park at all during the day, you need to find some spots that are going to be a little yep. quieter. My other tip for Magic Kingdom is many people miss this really cool photo spot, and it's the Wishing Well. If you're walking down Main Street and you're looking at the castle, up on the right-hand side of the castle is the Wishing Well. And this is a photo spot place that many people don't know about. And so as you're going to Tomorrowland, if you kind of peel that way around the castle, there's a walkway that will take you up to the Wishing Well. And it's a really cool place to get a picture, especially for, for a couple. It's a really fun place to get a picture. Julie doesn't I think I you. know where it is, but I, 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 I have got my I picture taken there my multiple Same. times. Okay. Yeah, all right. I have. Okay. I don't know. Next time we're going to go see where it is and I'll, I'll show you where it is, Ryan. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. All right. What's your last secret tip for Magic Kingdom? Okay. So I, this one is um, pretty secretive. A lot of people don't know about this because you wouldn't know if you're not there at the end of the night and it's crowded or um, maybe it's a party night. You also, they, they yeah. also do this on a party night. If you stay at the Magic Kingdom for the fireworks and really every night is crowded. Uh, it can be really challenging to get out of the park. Everyone is trying to funnel down Main Street. So I say, watch the fireworks from the side that the Plaza restaurant is on. I agree 100%. And there is a little pathway. If it's a really crowded night or a party night, there's a path there that they will open up. It's between the Plaza restaurant and Tomorrowland Terrace. And it's a little exit way that will take you right to the front you, of the- You will zip right out of the park. Yeah. And so if you've gone to a Christmas party or a Halloween party and you've entered when the party starts at, uh, around that 7 p.m. time or or sometimes even earlier, that's the way that you enter the park. They funnel you that way to check your wristbands. But at the end of the night, they'll also open that back up for you to get out. And it's it's a lot easier. Uh, the only real other way to get out fast is to cut through the Emporium. Yes. Which is not faster necessarily, but is a good way to avoid walking through crowds and at least it's air conditioned absolutely but you may you may buy something yeah <laughs> that might hold you up right that might right. hold you up well julie this was fun today to talk about must do's at magic kingdom i think we should do the other parks as well and maybe some other parts of walt disney world so which park do you want to hit next let's do epcot epcot all right so we're going to go in order of when they came out all right yes that sounds great. Well, hey, if we missed some items that you must do when you go to Magic Kingdom, head on over to our All Things Travel Facebook group and let us know. One of the best parts about visiting Walt Disney World is no two vacations are ever the same, and there's really something for everybody. So stay tuned to our next few episodes as we make our way around Walt Disney World with must-dos at Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disney's Animal Kingdom, and more. If you want to plan a trip to an amazing destination, but you don't know how to get started, as your travel advisor, we will work with you to create a customized itinerary. We look forward to talking to you next week on All Things Travel.